and Casey on 92.3 WIL. How's your day yesterday, Casey? Gloomy Tuesday. Gloomy. First day of the week. So what do you expect? Yeah, yeah I agree. That yesterday was weird. This week has been filled with after school activities as the kids wind down their school year. And oh, last yeah. night was family night at one of the parks in town. Which is fun to have the kids all run around as, you know, that classmates. That makes so much sense because I drove past said park late like maybe 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it was packed. Yeah. And I thought, Columbia parents are really out here <laughs> popping on a Tuesday. Yeah. And it wasn't the, I mean, it was cool. Better than being smoking hot, you know, 100 degree weather. Yeah. I'll take 65. That was nice. Uh, but yeah, it's it's insane to me how in the last week of school, there's so much activity mm-hmm. for the kids. Like my son has a musical on, on Friday morning. Instead of being like, my son has a musical on Friday morning, Remy throws his hand in the air. My son has a musical <laughs> Friday morning. I love it. I love it. Uh, I think it's really just to get parents to the school to pick up all their kids' stuff. It probably is <laughs> how it goes. We'll sing you a couple songs. We'll do a little song and dance. And then head to the lockers. Get the pencil cases. We're out of here. Uh, we've got Thomas Rhett on the show today. It's kind of a big deal. Can't wait. He's so fun. Very excited to talk with him. We've also got his tickets up for grabs with the big three. He's going to be here on Saturday at the Enterprise Center. So if you want to win those, be here for the big three. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out, son. Already coming up. Looks like it's going to be a great day. Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. What do you do if you're on a flight and you see your favorite country star sitting in the front row? What's up, bro? Yeah. If you're the Southwest Airlines crew, you throw a party. Because Randy Travis got on their plane recently, and they were all big fans. So they kicked it into gear. They played Randy Travis music as passengers boarded. Nice. And um, there was this one flight attendant during the, what's it called, like, the safety briefing. Yeah. She kind of put on a show, and she was making a big to-do about it in a funny way, and another passenger is filming Randy Travis's reaction and he's just laughing and clapping along and he's loving every minute of it. And it showed like a ton of, he took pictures with almost everybody who was on the flight with him afterwards and looked like he had a great time and a great attitude through it all. I think the biggest question I would ask is why are you on a Southwest flight? You know, (laughs) I, I feel like last weekend when I was traveling, I could have sworn I saw John Mazalock in my gate. Maybe. Leaving. And it wasn't. It definitely wasn't him. I, I had to like go to the bathroom and take a good look. It definitely wasn't him. But I immediately was like, why are you flying Southwest? But I guess it's cheap, you know? Dude, a flight from here to Nashville on a private jet is 20 grand. You got to do you it. You can't know. Yeah, you got to do it. No, you can't be <laughs> wasting money like that. Sometimes that, fl- that Southwest flight is worth it. But I'm sure that Randy Travis is like, well, I know I'm going to take pictures with everybody on this flight now. Right. He shows up <laughs> feeling like a star and it's all good. Yeah, at least he's not flying Frontier. 
If it was anything crazy like that, then we'd have a conversation. <laughs> Spirit. <laughs> the video is so cute. It's on our Facebook page, and right now I'm posting it to our Instagram story as well. It's good to see him like happy and smiling and doing well. Yeah. He, we always do see him that way, but ever since his stroke in 2013, I think anytime we see him having a great time is good. Remy and Casey. What was your all-time favorite lunch item as a child? Going to elementary school. Like a school lunch. School lunch. What was it for you? 314-699-4766. I bring this up because the main story that everybody's talking about today is that there's a chocolate milk ban coming. And I'm sorry, I can't have that. I can't. I know it's because you want to like the, the, the healthy aspects of... You know, there's sugar and all that kind of stuff in chocolate. It's a little bit. It's, it's a, a little, little bit. It's a little tiny carton of chocolate milk. No, I do. I do. And I'm going to play devil's advocate here. here. I err on the side of what? Because I'm, first off, I'm not a milk girly. So even in school, all I drink were like the apple juices. But looking back, I've always thought, why are they serving the kids chocolate milk or apple juice or orange juice? Or white milk. It just seems a little odd to me because now as an adult who only drinks water, mm-hmm. like why are we not just giving the kids little water bottles mm-hmm. or b- boxed water? Boxed which a, water. Which is a thing. It is a thing. It's and definitely a thing. It just makes me feel like I don't, I don't, and it's cheaper. Like I don't know why that was never a thing. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Department of Agriculture is thinking about removing chocolate milk from public school cafeterias along with all other flavored milks. I guess there's a strawberry version as well. They have more sugar, so that's why. You do kind of bring up a good point with the whole, I know that, you know, as we're growing up or, you know, in decades past, milk has kind of... Got milk? Yeah, the whole milk can, got milk campaign. campaign yeah. Um, all of that. And and the benefits maybe not aren't as... Then give them milk at home. You know what I mean? But at school, like, it just makes sense. If we're trying to, A, save money, B, cut the excess sugar and stuff, it only makes sense. Why are we giving them so much juice and flavored I'm going to tell you this. Dennis hate juice. (laughs) I, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, obviously, it's the sugar. But the differences between when I was a kid and now kids, Yeah, the juice is out. Like, you can only have, like, a half a juice a day yeah. you know, if you're a kid. So, anyway, I mean, like, for, that's that's its own issue. But getting back to things that we actually liked yes. about school yes. lunches, I have to say, school pizza was the best. I would still, if I could, go to my high school and pay them for the pizza. The square pizza? Yes. Or, like, the pizza that they brought in from whatever... No, we didn't have that. Okay. But we had, like, also this stuffed crust pizza that mm. was... Everything Nice. Uh, best lunches ranked chicken nuggets were at number one. Chicken nugget day at school. Square pizza at number two. French toast sticks at number three. Hot dogs. If they were from my school, they had a hint of green or Ew, gray. That's disgusting. Like all the color was gone. It was They were like gray links. And then number five was the brought in pizza day. So from like a Domino's or a Pizza Hut or something like that. Mm. Cold lunch, which is what I always had. Like you brought it? You brought it in, yeah. My favorite of all time was Gushers or fruit roll-ups. Do you have a favorite cold lunch item or were you a hot lunch kid? I never brought my lunch. Really? No, I always bought it. Really? Yeah. And let me tell you what, them Bosco sticks, 
<laughs> left such an imprint in my heart, I'll still go down to Soulard to 1860s just to get some. Yeah. Uh, 314-699-4766. Let us know what your favorite childhood lunch item is. If you want to weigh in on the controversial topic of chocolate milk in our school systems, you can also do that as well. For Emmy and Casey, we were just talking about those uh, school lunch items, but they're talking about banning chocolate milk, which, you know, it's another day, so let's ban something else that's sugary. I get it. I understand. I'm I'm on board if that's what you want to do. Uh, <laughs> but we go to the text line. Uh, Lexi says, my favorite were the chocolate chip cookies for dessert. Yes. They were like half baked. Yes. At my high school, the lunch ladies would always make chocolate chip cookies in the morning and you could buy them, but that's when they made them. Oh. So they were like warm and half baked at the same time. It was the mm -hmm. best time to get a dang cookie. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, from the 314, my student or my, yeah, my students bring in Takis, Monster Energy Drinks, <laughs> And so much other junk. Yesterday, I had a kid bring a six-inch turtle pie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is from a middle school teacher. Uh, Kim says that her daughter, who's five, says she agrees with Casey on the pizza. hey -o. I also agree. I wonder if it's the same. I know we, we have this discussion from time to time about the square pizza. It's. I it's, do wonder if it's the same. I think it's Totino's. I think that's who actually makes it, but they make it on a commercial level for schools, and it comes in a like a rectangular form. I'd buy that wholesale. I think you can get it at Costco or there's one at like Sam's or Costco. One of those guys has them, I think, because uh, whenever we talk about it, there's always someone that pops in. Uh, but yeah, let us know what your favorite kid food was in school. For me, definitely the Gushers or Chicken Nugget Day for sure. 314-699-4766. Uh, Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Swing, fly ball. Nolan's done it again. Into the lower deck. RBI number 999 for Nolan Arenado. It's a game tire. Making five in a row and another one. He jumps on early. It's a fastball. It's up. It's in. And it's out of here in a hurry. VT. It's up. It's in. And it's out of here in a hurry. Love VT. Cardinals lost. <laughs> they did. They lost oh my, my God. But Nolan Arenado is on fire right now, and we love to see it. Five games in a row, he's hit a home run, and he is on the doorstep of 1,000 career RBIs. 999. It's a big I deal. I can't get over BT right now. <laughs> I need him to narrate my wife. Hang on. We need to get it again. Tire. Make it five in a row and another one. He jumps on early. It's a fastball. It's up. It's in and it's out of here in a hurry. Love that dude, man. <laughs> I, I He used to be in the building all the time and right. he's doing some TV stuff now, but yeah, he, you know. We knew him once or whatever. We knew him when he was a small child. Um, also, so Nolan Arnano has five in a row now. If you're wondering what the record is, Ken Griffey Jr. and Don Mattingly both had eight. It's going to be tough to get three more in a row, but it's possible. Uh, Mike Trout is also up there with seven, I believe, in a row. So uh, the Birds will try and win the series tonight at Bush Stadium. First pitch at 645. Good luck to Nolan Arnato. Maybe he'll get 1,000 tonight. That'll Perhaps. be fun. Fun moment in sports adjacent news. 
Jackson Mahomes appeared in a Kansas courtroom on Tuesday afternoon, marking one of the first times he's been seen in public since he was arrested for aggravated sexual battery earlier this month. Patrick Mahomes' little brother, a social media star who has amassed over 1 million followers on TikTok. And I think he's generally not liked yeah. on social media. Yeah, and he's <laughs> very well in on the joke that like he's got all these followers because he is so fun to bully. Like People like really don't like him, yeah. as terrible as that sounds. Uh, he was arrested earlier this month and hit with four charges, including three counts of aggravated sexual battery after a restaurant owner claimed that he tried to forcibly kiss her multiple times during an incident back in February. And I know you have to say alleged and all that stuff before it's actually, you know, before he's been sentenced and all that, but there's video evidence of this. Yeah, it's pretty You clear. can plainly see what's going on here. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that as much as we can, but, you know, it's it's trial. It takes forever. You know, this could be drug on for months, but uh, if you want to check out anything else uh, sports-related, and we're going to be cheering on the Cardinals tonight, that's for sure. I really want to see Nolan get six because mm-hmm. that's what the Cardinals do, right? I hear the louder you yell at the TV the more he can feel that energy. See, thank you. So, thank you. At least somebody realizes that. Take that, that. home. Yeah. <laughs> Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. The original Fergie, the Duchess, Sarah Ferguson of the royal family, will be getting a new title. Podcast host. Oh, nice. A royal podcast. Her new podcast, Tea Talks. Which is cute because like British tea, you know. It's coming out next week. And Fergie married Queen Elizabeth's youngest son, Prince Andrew, back in the 80s. They were divorced by the 90s, but she obviously made big waves. Not to be confused with Fergalicious. Definitious. So now that Fergie's been a part of one of the biggest families and institutions in the world... She's probably got some serious tea to spill. And she says that no topic is off the table. Keep in mind, her ex-husband is one of the most troublesome people in the royal family. Yeah. Which could definitely lead to interesting conversations. Or she might get into the Harry and Meghan of it all. Because I'm pretty sure that she and Meghan Markle are good friends. Oh, they're friends. I think, like, I want to say that whenever Meghan and Harry were a part of the royal family, Fergie was, like, one of their confidants. Like, she was someone that was cool to them. Gotcha. Do they call her Fergie? I think the royal family really does. Okay, because I couldn't be more confused. I'm just thinking about Fergalicious in my head. That's cool. Well, I think... I now know what she looks like because I'm looking perhaps at... perhaps most people over a certain age. Is she the blonde or is she the redhead? She's a redhead. Okay. I'm, She's like the original Fergie. That's why, you know, like Fergalicious. Yeah. Definitious. Her album, The Duchess. That's why it's oh, called Fergie the Duchess. That's crazy. Because there really was a duchess named Fergie. Make them boys go crazy. Yeah. Now the original Th- Fergie is a 63 and making her podcast. And London Bridge. Duh. Oh my gosh, Remy's having such a, fer- <laughs> <laughs> a full circle moment. London, London, London Bridge. Oh my gosh. Let's go. Fergie gets into talking about Queen Elizabeth. She says, I think to myself, honestly, my mother-in-law has been more of a mother to me than my own mother. I admire her majesty to be so modern, flexible, understanding, and forgiving and generous. So I'm hoping that she really like dives into how I'm screwed up the royal family is. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, things that she appreciates about it. 
Yeah, I'm wondering how much how much detail she can go into. You know Me what I mean? too. Can she do whatever she wants? Because or... I don't think she's technically like a working member of the family. She's divorced. Oh, perfect. And she's been divorced for like yeah. 30 years now. Let's hear that king talk, you know? But it's also a little hard to imagine them really getting into the gossip when their voices just sound like this. We bring you our new podcast, Tito's with the Duchess and Sarah. From wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. Duchess. No one Sarah. likes King Charles anyway. I mean... That's what I hear. That's what I hear the Brits are saying. I'm just hoping it's not one of those podcasts that like could be, could potentially have so much juice and then they give you nothing. Yeah. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. One of my favorite days of the week is Taco Tuesday. Let's be honest. Because it's Taco Tuesday. Just makes Tuesday better. Because Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Yeah. You know? Did you know that somebody owns that? The phrase Taco Tuesday? Yes. I only like this if it is, who said that? LeBron James? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had I, like a little song about it and he would sing it running around his kitchen. <laughs> I think it was him. <laughs> it, is, it is not LeBron James. No, then I don't like it. It is Taco John's. Do you know Taco John's? No, and I don't think anyone does. I do. I grew up with the Taco John's. They have potato Olays, and they are delicious. It's like a cup of... Sounds authentic. It's a cup of tots. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> With cheese and chives and things on top. Uh, but their tacos aren't bad either. Unfortunately, Taco Bell is on them. They are ready to try and get that Taco Tuesday back from Taco John's. They trademarked it in 1989 after they'd already been using it for a couple years. They originally spelled it T-W-O for a deal where you got two tacos for 99 cents. And they chose Tuesday because it was their slowest day of the week. Mm. Well, yesterday, Taco Bell filed a petition with the trademark office to get it dropped. Their argument is that it's common phrase now that everybody uses. Yeah. And that the trademark is absurd. They said it's like... If the only restaurant could, if only one restaurant could use the word brunch. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Yeah. I mean, I would assume that this is in Taco Bell's favor. Yeah. So they want Taco John's to drop the trademark. So every Mexican restaurant, including themselves, can use it. And for what it's worth, Taco John's has gone after other places for using it before. According to an expert, Taco Bell might actually have a case here. The trademark office sometimes cancels old trademarks for, quote, phrases that have become commonplace. And I think that that's one of them. Taco John's has 40 days to file a response to the petition, but it could take up to two years before there's a ruling. Crazy. Is there really that much marketing in Taco Tuesday? Like, are you going to Taco Bell because it's Taco Tuesday? I guess they could put some kind of promotion around it or whatever, but... Yeah, and I bet I bet they want to also. I bet they've wanted to for a while and they just haven't been able to. Yeah. Totally. Show me two tacos I for bet they a dollar. I bet they'll start making like Taco Tuesday boxes or Taco Tuesday like packages. Yeah. Like you could get a bag of tacos on Taco Tuesday. I mean, technically, could we get, could two we get two. sued for talking about Taco Tuesday, celebrating no, Taco Tuesday? No, because we're not making any money off of it. That's true. That's the If you were out there selling tacos on Tuesday and we were <laughs> calling it Taco Tuesday, then yes. <laughs> then, then you could. Then Taco John's. Which, by the way, only has 400 stores nationwide. No. Taco Bell has 7,000. Yeah. Sorry about it. <laughs> Remy and Casey. 
92.3, hello. Hey, good morning. This is Thomas Rhett. How are y'all? Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thomas Rhett. Let's go. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. How are you? Yes, yes, yes. You are going to be in town this weekend at the Enterprise Center. How's the tour been going so far? Man, this weekend is going to be electric, man. We're being Cole and Nate are, are very much looking forward to being in, in y'all city and and uh, and burning it down, baby. We're looking forward to it. I feel like uh, I feel like both Nate and Cole, Cole especially, one hundred percent, and I, especially after the ACMs, dude. He, Cole is on cloud nine, man. I, I've never been happier for a friend uh, in my life, dude. Coming home with song of the year is is such a is such a huge um, accomplishment. So we, there's there's some celebratory efforts in order. Speaking of being on cloud nine, we wanted to know what your favorite part of the Taylor Swift Eras tour is because unfortunately we're not going to get to go this year and we wanted to see what your favorite part of the show was. I'll be honest with you. I mean, obviously I, I grew up in the same town as her. We both grew up in Hendersonville, Tennessee. So I, I remember seeing her like at Wits Barbecue or like Kiva Juice, this little juice place we had in Hendersonville. And so I, when she played, uh, Mine, I remember, I think that was the name of the song, just like her and a piano. And dude, I mean, the production was nuts, but like watching her break it down and still be like singer-songwriter uh, was pretty incredible to watch. Well, it looked fun that you got to go and you got to take Lauren. We are loving Lauren's takes on your music and your hobbies and your trends. I know, I don't know if she, you know, it doesn't look like she feels embarrassed. It looks like she pretty much owns every second of that. But do you guys have any more stuff like that lined up to post? <laughs> Probably, you know, I, I remember we were just sitting in our kitchen table like about a month ago and we were just talking and her answers to my questions were just cracking me up. And so I just sat the phone on the table and she said, why are you videoing this? And I said, because the world needs to understand your brain. There's some gold. There's some gold left uh, to, be, to be on the gram. That's for sure. I think that's one of those things, you know, as I guess you could consider what we do in radio kind of performing at the same, not not at the same level, but kind of on the same playing field. For I sure. go home to my wife and I'm like, hey, did you hear that really cool point in the show? And she's like, ah, I can't say that I did. Yeah, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've had, I've had so many of my artist friends reach out and just be like, man, I'm so glad to know that it's not, you know, just my wife that feels that way, you know? So maybe, maybe, maybe it's a sign that we need to like, Instead of watching Netflix at night, we just need to go over each other's day in detail. <laughs> Make little flashcards. There will be a pop quiz on this. <laughs> there will be a pop quiz in my life around 9 p.m. I wanted to mention this to you because it's a question that I get asked all the time. You know, have you met artists? Who's the coolest that you've met? And I always, your name always comes up. And I think it's mostly because you seem like one of the most grounded country artists out there right now. How do you stay on the ground oh, when man. you definitely could be big timing everybody right now? Dude, thank, uh, first of all, thank you for that. I, I really appreciate that. I uh, well, I don't think we were born. I don't think fame was ever like in the cards. You know what I'm saying? Like in the beginning of the world. Like I, I don't know that people were built to handle fame. There was 10,000 people at that arena last night. Like I'm freaking awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like there have been moments of that. And then, dude, you you get home uh, to four children that don't give a flying. <laughs> what you do or, or you know I mean, it's just like you walk in the door and it's just like hey dad make me a sandwich you know what i mean so it's yeah. like it's one of those things where you can easily go i'm a rock star or you can go i am a normal human being well thomas always a blast talking to you uh yes, we're, gonna, we're gonna see you on saturday at the enterprise center gonna be an awesome show and uh travel safe and we'll see you this weekend okay Man, I appreciate that. Thank you all so much for your time this morning. Awesome. You got See ya. See ya. Remy and Casey. It's the big three. Today, Remy's in the hot seat, and he is playing for Megan and Webster Groves. 
For these Thomas Rhett tickets, would you like to spin the wheel to see what you're going to play? So hot. The seat is hot. Today, we're playing Teeing Off. Okay. Because we have a golf tournament tomorrow. Yes, we do. Remy will be playing. I will be karting. Cart girling. You have to put that in there. That's true, too. Yeah. And um, we want to make sure that you're ready to go for this. Gosh, I know no golf rules, so this should be good. Well, I don't know golf rules either, but this is more like terms and generally known facts. Fantastic. I think you'll do fine. Okay. But if you need help, you can go to Megan in Webster Groves, who's listening on the line, and she can be your phone a friend. Hopefully, she knows something about golf. She's a golfer, I ask. Oh. Number one. What is the slang term for hitting a putter off a green? For hitting a putter so off? I like using a putter to hit off the green. Uh, using a putter to hit off the green. I mean, that would just be putting. Using a putter to hit off the green. I don't know what that is. Let me, I feel like I'm getting my words mixed up because <laughs> I, I don't say, know about this either. Because that's what you do on a green is you putt. Yeah. Maybe, do you mean teeing off with a putter? I'll tell you what I mean. <laughs> the Game Master. Researches. Anything? I guess I'm just confused. Hang on. That's okay. We can just throw this one away. This could be a gimme. This is probably going to be a gimme. I'm going to say slurping. That's what you do. That's- anyway, number two. Slurping, Sh- final answer. <laughs> what is a hole in one on a par four called? A hole-in-one on a par four, that would be an albatross. Yes. Number three. Where's the Open Championship played every year? The Open Championship. The Open, not the Masters. The Open. Uh, I'm going to say... What's the, what's, the, what's the one with the, with the green, with the par three green? I'm going to go to Megan on this one. Megan. <laughs> Megan, do you know the it answer? Is, oh, oh, um, it, oh, it's... um. She thinks she knows. I do think I know. My husband will kill me if I don't get this. Tory Pines? It is... It's St. Andrews, right? The Open is always played at St. Andrews? There you go. St. Andrews, final answer. Okay, and we are going back to number one. Dang it, slurping. The golf term for the putter... Off the green, using the putter off the green. Are you just going to go with putting? Yes. Okay. Megan, how many of these do you think Remy got correct? Well, one for sure is wrong. I'm going to say two. You pretty confident on two, Remy? I'm going to say two. I'll go two. I'll go two. I'll go two. <laughs> I love Megan. Did he get it? He got Remy. Remy. Correct. Thanks for the help of Megan. Megan, do you know the answer to this? What's the slang term for hitting putter off a green? It's um, it's a Texas something. A Texas wedge. Yeah. Texas wedge. You hit a putter off the green. It's a Texas wedge. Oh, you're talking about like off of the green. You're not on the green. Well, that's what I said when you hit a putter off the green. 
I meant off the green. Not on the green. When I said off, I meant off. Slurping. Number two. <laughs> a hole in one on a par four is called an albatross. And number three, the open the open is in St. Andrews. Congrats, Megan. Your husband should be proud. Let's go. And you are going to see Thomas Rhett this weekend. Woo! Congrats. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Travis Denning dropping music for John Michael Montgomery's daughter because as you may know they're engaged he released a couple of songs in his fiance's honor and they are so sweet they're called new year's kiss and second best thing here's second best thing remember if you saw their engagement video that that was the background music to that yeah that's beautiful i love it <laughs> you sound like it i do we love travis standing when he played hot country nights in 2021 we had so much fun with him yeah he's a good dude he's fun we smeared off iced him we did and he took it like a champ he didn't do all of it though no well i told him he didn't have to he was about to perform you know we wanted to make sure he's in tip-top condition. As he's drinking straight whiskey on stage or whatever he hey, was drinking. Hey, hey. <laughs> but something funny about those songs is that Travis actually wrote them much earlier than you would have expected. I had the title for second best thing. I think right when me and Madison started get you know started dating and really getting serious. And it's funny to look back that I wrote a song about getting married that early in our relationship but for as creepy as that might sound I mean it's it's just the truth I I knew really fast that we were gonna spend the rest of our life together so exciting for them I think the wedding's like this weekend or a weekend soon I wonder if you when you do get married to you know John Michael Montgomery's daughter yeah if you put out music and then you start to like second guess everything you do because you know he's judging you He's judging those lyrics. He's judging that performance, you I know? I think there was an interview a long time ago where someone asked him that, and he was like, uh, yeah, it's kind of big shoes to fill, Yeah, but I have no choice. <laughs> it's not often when, you're, when your father-in-law, your future father-in-law, is also in the same business. Exactly. And it's country music, exactly. right? Exactly. So. That would have been like if Thomas Rhett married a country artist. Yeah. Thank goodness he didn't. <laughs> As he mentioned in our interview a little bit ago, his wife actually knows nothing even about his career. Yeah, So right? maybe that's best. Love that. Um, you can hear these songs on our Facebook page. Maybe I'll post them to Instagram too on 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. Saw the stat about road trips. 83% of people either love or like road trips. So I want to know on the text line, 314-699-4766. What is your favorite thing about road trips? Because hmm. I know a lot of people, like one of the moms at family night last night at the park came up and she was like, you guys going on vacation or anything this summer? And I was like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think we're going anywhere. Yeah. Um, but we have road tripped with the kids all the way to Philadelphia before. That's a pretty far drive. It is a very far drive. And I don't think it's the same for kids anymore because they can shove their heads in an iPad. Oh, I think it's way better for kids. Oh, it's super, oh, for sure. Like if, if we knew, uh, uh, for instance, 
guy in high school, we drove down to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl in my sophomore year, and he had one of those TVs with a power inverter in the van. Oh, my gosh. So we were able to play, I don't know, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater or something like that for however many hours in the car. See, it's just like that. Game Boys, you know, those kinds of things. But you remember playing the license plate game? Did you ever do that? See how many license plates you could see from different states? We did that. I remember, like, I remember paying, like, just hating road trips. And we did a lot of road trips growing up. So uh-huh. I really didn't like it. And I still, like, I guess I don't mind it, but I I would take flying over road trips anytime okay, so nowadays. You're, you're part of the 20% that doesn't like road trips. Yeah, I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. Just because, like, I'm cramped. I'm in a small area. I'm going to eat too much junk food. Yeah. My phone battery's dying. I'm probably not really going to have service and I'm going to get car sick and I can't sleep in the car. And just it's just not for me. I think that's the best part is the junk food. That's what I've put as my number one thing is stopping at random gas stations along the way and just so having, the hardest, having the hardest time choosing whether I want to whatchamacallit or Chex Mix or Bugles or a Snicker bar, mm. peanut M&Ms or one of those hot dogs that's rolling on the wheels and looks wet. Ew. Come on. It's always the same thing for me. What do you get? Combos. Combos. What flavor though? Pizza? Cheese pizza, yeah. Yeah. And that's the only time I'll ever eat combos. Okay. On a road trip. That is a good point. Uh, There is one time that I get the beef jerky cheese stick combo and that's on a road trip. Right. Like you're not going to stop by and grab that if you need a snack on on your way home. No. No. I don't want to sit there and analyze oh, whether or not this cheese needs to be refrigerated. Right. It's a different life when you're on the road for nine hours. That's true. What is it for you? 314-699-4766. Maybe you are going on a road trip this summer. Or how about like going to see the random things like the Superman in Metropolis or the world's largest golf tee. You know what I mean? 83% of people say they love or like road trips. Uh, Casey in the 17% that doesn't like road trips. So there's, no. there's that. Uh, doesn't like to be cramped and uh, would rather fly. Yeah. Just let's just get it over with. Yeah. But I think if you're going on a road trip, you got to make the best of it. Uh, what's your favorite thing about road trips? 314-699-4766. That is the text line. Got a couple here. One from the 314. My dad is the guy that had us get out of the car with every new state and take a picture in front of the sign. Oh, I've never done that. He, This person also says, and in a world of GPS, he always insisted on using an atlas to get everywhere. Oh, no. This was two years ago. We got lost a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? No way. Like we're whipping out the Atlas or reading a map on where you're going to go. I just feel like things change so much that, I mean, depending on what year you have, do they even make Atlases anymore? Listen, I don't know. You punch I in the address on the phone and you go. Uh, from the 618, Remy said, stopping off at random places, we usually build in an extra two to three hours so we can go to weird antique shops or grabbing some fudge in Uranus. It's tradition. See, I think this is the thing about road trips for me is I've always been in the car with like my dad and the people I've gone on road trips with. It's a no stop road trip. You got to pee. Don't care. We're not stopping. Okay. We're not stopping anywhere until we get there. Gotcha. I think you just got to build in a little extra time so you can have some fun. Go see the, uh, the giant man at the antique shop in Illinois. You know what I mean? The giant man. There's an antique shop, this like giant man outside and they have a pink elephant and a, like a, a UFO. Oh, probably because he's, it's after the, the, the Alton giant. 
Is that what it is? I don't know, but it's up there. I know where it's at. It's not in Alton, but it's I, up there. I will say that every time my wife and I have passed it, we're like, we need to stop there. We never do. So They have uh, ice cream there. They do have ice cream there. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go check that out. Uh, what's your favorite thing about road trips? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today, we say thanks to Margie Kriegsman. She was not nominated by Hannah Parkton. Uh, Hannah says she's a paramedic and has found herself in some of the craziest situations where she helps those in need the most, whether it's getting them out of a muddy ditch or maybe they have mental issues and more. She's also coming home every night with great tales and she helps so many people every day. They sent a request song they want to hear. Deanna Carter, Strawberry Wine is on 92.3 WIL. It's uh, Remy and Casey, 314-699-4766 is the text line. We were talking about road trips a little bit earlier and how 83% of Americans are in love with or in like with a road trip, which is a significant amount of people. And if that's not you, you and I are in the same boat. Uh, yeah, uh, that's part of the 17% that would rather fly, even if it's an hour and a half away. I just don't like a road trip. <laughs> uh, from uh, Bacon from Troy says, it's called the Pink Elephant in Livingston, Illinois. That yes. is the antique shop with the large things outside. Of yes. The large dude in the pink shirt home of the chocolate chip peanut butter tornado which is like a concrete i'm kind of into that uh i'd love to go check that out and again we'll probably just drive by it and go we should go there you and drive then, by it all the time don't ne- you never actually go there. every time we go back to my my parents house which yeah. is yeah often enough you guys yeah. gotta stop there this summer uh from the 314 less than four hours i'm okay with a road trip longer than that and i'm definitely getting on a plane best part about a road trip is going into the store to get snacks and looking like an unattended toddler who's got a hundred dollars to spend on them <laughs> i am in the same boat uh i was kind of when i got you that uh, when i got your birthday present for the candy salad yeah and i got swedish fish and nerds and mm-hmm. uh all the skittles and all that stuff i kind of felt like that i was very jealous of you because there, i actually wanted your gift the odds of me wearing shoes inside a gas station. This is I'm. This is so Hoosier. It's pretty low if we're on a road trip. I'm just hopping out and going right in. Bare feet. It is what it is. Like I, like she said, when you're on a road trip, you're like an unattended toddler, and no, there are no rules. <laughs> I'm just trying to be comfortable. Give me my beef jerky, please. Slim Jim, right over here. 314-699-4766. What's your favorite part about a road trip? Remy and Casey on the way out today. If you missed anything from the show, like our Thomas Rhett talk, uh, it was he's awesome, as always. And I could go on and on about how easy of a conversation it is with him always. Normally, we're allowed to talk to these artists for like five minutes. They're so busy. They got so much going on. But Thomas Rhett calls us. He's We were chilling on the phone for like 10 minutes. Yeah. So I'm going to post all of that to the Casey Covers Country podcast, but just the if you want like the short version we played on the air, um, that'll be on the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And a lot of the times, a handler will call first and be like, oh, Thomas will be ready in approximately four and a half minutes. Let's sync our clocks. This man dialed it straight up off his cell yeah. phone. Yeah, and I, I took that cell phone number, so I got Thomas Rent's cell phone number now. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm going to text him later. Uh, we're going to hang out. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Anyways, um, if you missed that conversation, you can always check that out in the podcast. Like Casey said, the Casey Covers Country podcast or in the Remy and Casey podcast. We have a Friday light tomorrow. Woo-hoo.
which is awesome. We will also be golfing in the Dotum Golf Tournament tomorrow afternoon, or I guess early, or after tomorrow the show, day. after the show into early afternoon. And uh, this is going to be a whole new experience because I've heard uh, I've heard some crazy things happen at this golf tournament. So I'm a little nervous. I'm not going <laughs> to lie because I don't know how it's going to go. I would be too because you're going to be a cart girl. And uh, I would imagine that will be difficult in this type of a situation. So yeah. we'll <laughs> I'll just, see. I'll just be golfing <laughs> poorly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, if you missed anything from the show, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We will see you tomorrow for a Friday light. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 WIL.